Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers news throughout the gaming industry and a variety of topics. Here's your host for the show, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and... Joining me this week is a season regular. We got our good friend, Sir Wiggles the Great. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Always happy to be, be to be here. Ugh, yes. Words. Yes. Uh, how you doing? How you been? Uh, I've been good. Uh, it's been uh, lots of work, lots of games, you know, just doing my thing. Oh, yes, Absolutely. And uh, we got some topics that we'll be talking about today. Uh, we got uh, a very special in-depth look at the Battlefield beta coming up. Yes, Battlefield. Battlefield, I, I got lots to talk about there. Yes. Uh, but first, the, the, our uh, headline of the week this week. Something big. I already had my Nintendo insider, Mr. Uncle Red, uh, share his thoughts uh, to me. In some, as we were messaging back and forth during the reveal. Uh, but the final Super Smash Brothers Ultimate character has been revealed, completing the roster. And my god, what a reveal that that was. Through some miraculous, miraculous thing, Nintendo was able to work something out with Disney. And we got Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. I was uh, a little bit surprised. Yeah. Uh, I was, as much as I said in the past on this podcast, I would like to see Sora. I was also, I also said, but I'm a realist, and with the amount of complications that Sora has, I doubt they'll ever put him in. But they put him in, and I could not be happier. I am extremely happy about this. And they also revealed some details that uh, Sora was planned back in the days of Smash 4 when they got the Super Smash Brothers ballot in because Sora was the number one person on that ballot, it turns out. So a lot of people wanted him, but they couldn't get him in back in Smash 4 because of, you know, just the amount of things to get the rights to use him. Because the first half of it is easy with Square Enix, but the second half of it with the Disney is, uh, that's where things get tricky. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, Disney's usually pretty controlling of their IPs, so I was surprised. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so let's walk through the uh, quick, br- a brief walkthrough of the uh, Direct. Uh, they started off with uh, showing off the Mii costumes, actually. Uh, we got two, uh, the last three uh, costumes were Octoling and Judd from Splatoon. And the third one was Doomslayer. Yeah, from, Doom from guy. Doom, from Doom, uh, which, funny enough, is the third Bethesda rep in Super Smash Brothers now. Huh. What are the other two? I don't know them off the top of my head. Vault Boy is one of them. Ah. Uh, and the Dragonborn is the other. Gotcha. So we have three... Funny, It's funny to think this, but there are three Bethesda reps in this game. In the form of me costumes, which is hilarious. And, uh, yeah, uh, as to Sora himself, uh, obviously, he's from the series Kingdom Hearts, which I've talked a lot about on this podcast. It's one of my favorite game franchises. He's got his eight costumes, his KH1 attire, KH2 attire, uh, Dream Drop Distance attire, his Kingdom Hearts 3 attire, his Valor and Wisdom forms from Kingdom Hearts 2, his Ultimate form from Kingdom Hearts 3, and his design from the Timeless River in Kingdom Hearts 2. His moveset is mostly based off his Kingdom Hearts 1 moveset, uh, with one of his side specials being Sonic Dash, which is kind of broke, which is looking broken with how he is. He's a very floaty and light character. He's got a great recovery, and he l- reminds a lot of people of uh, Smash 4 Bayo with his one combo. His final smash uh, seals the door to darkness from the ending of Kingdom Hearts 1, which is super cool. Uh, and the stage we're getting is Hollow Bastion, which turns into Dive Into Heart, which is the beginning tutorial area in all the Kingdom Hearts games. 
And uh, in the background, you can then see the different hearts, uh, the murals of Riku, Kairi, Roxas, Shion, Terra, Aqua, Ventus, and of course Sora. We're getting nine music tracks added into the game, mostly Hollow Bastion or Traverse Town stuff. Uh, sadly, no Simple and Clean or Sanctuary or Don't Think Twice, but let's be real, Don't Think Twice was probably not going to get in because Skrillex is on that track as well, so that's, uh, that's uh, a big uh, hard to get that one into anywhere else. And uh, we're also getting eight new spirits on the spirit board as well as Sora's five spirits that he gets alone just based off all his costumes. And the last cool thing that they showed was if stamina mode, if Sora wins that, it'll end uh, with the, like, uh, how a boss fight would end in the Kingdom Hearts series where it fades to white very slowly, which is super cool. Uh, and that's basically the Sora reveal in a nutshell. Uh, of course, Sakurai plays played the game with him as well. And then they announced at the end, oh, two things. If you have the Switch version of Melody of Memory, you get... An exclusive track, which is uh, the swing version of Dearly Beloved, which is kind of cool. I would kind of want that because the swing version of that song is very good. Very good. And also, the rest of the Kingdom Hearts games are finally coming to the Switch. 1.5 plus 2.5, 2.8, and 3 are all coming to the Switch. The cloud versions of the game are coming to the Switch, uh, which is super exciting. And I... Won't be getting them because I've already played them enough and I don't need them on another console. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to add other than because I don't know a ton about Kingdom Hearts or Smash. But how Sora's down B going to look like? Because that's all I do in Smash. (laughs) It's a counter. It's a counter. (laughs) It is a counter. They did give him a counter. It's a bit of a unique, more unique counter where, it, unlike other counters, it only works from the front. Um, so you, if you attack him in the back, it won't work. And if uh, you shoot a projectile at him, he deflects it behind him. So if you're behind him, when he deflects a projectile, you're most likely going to get hit with that projectile. Huh. Yeah. Neat. Yes, very neat. Uh, I'm very excited, and I'm sure if once we get our Nintendo Insider Uncle Red back on, we will definitely have a lot more to talk about uh, of Sora and just Smash as a whole. But with that, it's time to move on to this this past week in the world of gaming news. Let's hit up the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is the week in review. And this past week in gaming, uh, we had a couple of games come out. We had Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl drop on the Tuesday as well. The new Nickelodeon platform fighter Smash Brothers clone, where you can play as your favorite Nickelodeon characters and fight to the death, like SpongeBob, Aang, uh, who else is in that game? Nigel Thornberry. That's the meme. Yes, Nigel and Reptar Thornberry. as well. Reptar as well from the uh, from the Rugrats. A lot of weird characters. Look, it's doing good so far. I just, it's definitely going to see, though, how it lasts longevity-wise and what kind of support it gets. I feel like it's a meme game. Part of it's a meme game, like, here's the thing. If it gets a good support, then it's going to be, like, considered a pretty good fighting game. But if it doesn't get much support, then it's going to die pretty quickly. It's a wait-and-see type game. Uh, We also had Metroid Dread come out for the Switch. And Far Cry 6, the latest installment in Far Cry, with Giancarlo Esposito playing the villain. Uh, in the world of the news, in some World of Warcraft news, the, their 9.1.5 patch will be removing a lot of uh, old, suggestive, and inappropriate content from the game. Uh, to quote, uh, the updates to improve the game environment for their community, including additional changes to some content to better reflect their shared values. Because, you know, they just kind of went through a huge lawsuit about that. A couple. A couple of lawsuits. A couple of lawsuits. And they ended up paying like $18 million or something along those lines? Something like that in settlement fees, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically a bunch of like sexist and misogynistic jokes and some that could be considered racist are getting removed from the game. In some Ghost Recon news, uh, Ghost Recon Frontline has been revealed as uh, the next Ghost Recon title 
It'll be a 100-player, free-to-play, first-person shooter focused on PvP, amongst other things, in a essentially a, the, a Battle Royale game. Yeah, I've heard it's going to be another Battle Royale. Yeah. Uh, Battle Royale in the Ghost Recon universe. If you like Ghost Recon, it'll be free-to-play, at least. So maybe check it out, see if it's for you. If not, it'll probably die on arrival. And Spooktober news! Spooky season is among us. We're in October. So games like Genshin Impact and Forpnut are getting their Halloween updates out there as we speak. Getting some spooky things in there. So if you play those games and they have their Halloween updates, go go get spooky. In Epic Games news, they're getting an upgraded achievement system. Uh, And some of their soft launch titles with this will be Hades and Rocket League. In modding news, a modded version of Super Mario Sunshine will be adding a bunch of new content and moves, as in like movement options, to the game. Until, of course, Nintendo finds out about this and they shut it down. Uh, the mod is called Super Mario Eclipse. And the demo is out now on the Dolphin emulator. So if you got the Dolphin emulator and you like Mario Sunshine and want to do more with it, now you can. In some sad news, former Starbreeze CEO Mikhail Nurmark has passed away at age 50, losing his battle against cancer. Uh, among the tributes that pe- players have done for this uh, former CEO, uh, a mod for Payday 2 to honor his memory in the form of a gun charm. No, that's nice. In uh, some Elden Ring news, according to the game's producer, they are in the final stages of its development. Get excited for that if you're a fan of uh, the Souls games, because it's coming soon. And mod- more modding news. Half-Life Alex has got a popular mod uh, that's back in the works. After showing off 37 minutes of gameplay with it, the No VR mod for the game. Allowing people to play without a VR headset. Which is actually kind of cool for people like me who are broke and don't have VR. So is it like a VR-only game? I actually have, Yeah, it I is a VR-only game. Okay, that's nice. Yes, it is absolutely nice. Uh, in game announcement type-ish news, Ilphonic, the developers of Friday the 13th, that game, they're working on a Ghostbusters game now. I love that. I love everything about that. <laughs> uh-huh, absolutely. The Friday the 13th game was fun. Definitely excited to see what they can do with Ghostbusters now. In uh, probably the biggest story of the week, uh, Twitch got hacked and leaked. Huge huge leak on Twitch um, about 125 gigabytes of data were breached and leaked to, to the world uh, among things were mostly like the back end of Twitch of like how it kind of operated with source codes and stuff like that as well as like a list of like how much all these top streamers make in money which is which on the unexpected side spawned a couple of memes of like, yo, bro, I can't even talk to you. You're not even in the top 300 on this list. And people referring to streamers as their number as well. Um, so kind of funny how people were doing that. But hey, if you have a Twitch account and you somehow haven't heard of this, go change your password and maybe enable two-factor authentication. And if you stream, change your stream key. Uh, actually, uh... Well, yes, you should do that. Twitch also, this morning, day of recording, sent out an email to all streamers saying, hey, we reset your stream key as well for you. Yeah, I'd still re- uh, redo it. Yeah, I would still reset it, too. I reset it yesterday. I set, reset mine, and uh, yeah, just go do all of that. And, uh, but if you're kind of interested on that, uh, some of the numbers that were shown on for... Number, number one on the list was uh, Critical Role, who roughly made on the list over nine point six million dollars on ad revenue and like just tw- I believe I don't know if it was just ad revenue. Yeah, I think it only calculates revenue that's able to be made on Twitch. I think that would be include bits and all of that. Uh, but Critical Role is critically killing it, and yeah. I have nothing but respect for that. Honestly, yeah. Uh, this, of course, has also sparked more drama within the community, proving that the Critical Role community is pretty toxic. Yeah. But then again, what else is new when you have something like this that appeals to the masses? Yeah, but Critical Role are pretty open with everything. So, I mean, I like those guys. They're good. Uh, And lastly, in some joyful news, 
Pokemon are coming to Universal Studios Japan. They have marked a long-term partnership with the com- both companies, and uh, starting next year, um, we'll see Pokemon merchandise enter Universal Japan as well as some attractions. Don't know if they're going to get a whole unique section like uh, Nintendo has with Mario and soon-to-be Donkey Kong, but it would be cool to see a Pokemon area in Super Nintendo Land because they are kind of part published. They are published by Nintendo, so it'd be super cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, in the world of TCG, in the Pokemon world, uh, no, Fusion Strike releases November 12th, and uh, we got some delayments on their Pokemon Celebrations pack. Unexpected uh, because of uncertain shipping conditions, which is what was reported. Uh, some of the sets include the Lance's Charizard V set, the Pikachu V Union set, and the Dark Sylveon set. All the other sets, though, are still slated for their regular release dates of October 8th or 22nd. Uh, so the October 8th packs that came out, hey, you can go get those right now um, if you were able to. Because I'm sure they sold like flies. Sold like flies? No, they probably... They sold. They, they were probably bought up almost instantly. That's the word. I think sold like hotcakes is the common expression, but I don't know how many people buy hotcakes anymore. Yeah, I could go for a hotcake. That sounds delicious. <laughs> In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, we got uh, the structure deck Cyber Strike coming out uh, this upcoming week, if you're listening to this on the Monday, or this week at all. Uh, the Legendary Duel of Synchro Storm comes out at the end of the month. Burst of Destiny and Grand Creators come out this uh, come out November and December. Hidden Arsenal Chapter 1 comes out in January. The Karibo Collection Accessories in February, as well as the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy set. And in Magic the Gathering, the Innistrad Crimson Vow. Get prepared for the second part of the Innistrad expansion, as that's coming November 11th online and the full release on the 19th. And in the world of board game news, Deep Rock Galactic, the Dwarves in Space video game, is getting a board game next year on Kickstarter. I kind of want to know how that's going to turn out because if I remember anything from Deep Black Galactic, you're dwarves mining in space. Yeah. Not sure how that's going to translate to a board game, but I'm excited to see what they do. You're dwarves mining in space on a board game. That's what it's going to be. (laughs) It sounds cool. I definitely want to see more uh, details when we get the chance to. Absolutely. And that's the week in review. A pretty short week. Um, not a whole lot has happened. Again, the big thing was Twitch, and there's a lot of details coming out about that. If you want to read up on literally everything that did get leaked, you can go find that because legit every game journalism place has reported it. And again, also, go just go change your password. Uh, with that, we're going to jump into what's coming out this week from October 11th to 17th. Here's what should be on your radar. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. On Monday, Book of Travels comes out on PC. On Tuesday, Back for Blood comes out on everything except the Switch. Disco Elysium, the final cut, comes out on both Xboxes and the Switch. Monster Crown comes out on the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And Ori the Collection comes out to the Switch. On Wednesday, the old horror game Slender the Arrival arrives to the iOS and Android store. On Thursday, Dungeon Encounters comes to the PS4, Switch, and PC. The Jackbox Party Pack 8 comes out on everything. The Rift Breaker comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. A Little Golf Journey comes to the Switch and PC. Uh, the Sports uh, Despots game comes to PC. God Strike comes to the PS4 and Xbox One. Ruin Radars, Ruin Raiders comes to the PC and Switch. And Sphere Flying Cities comes to the PC. And lastly, on Friday, Crisis Remastered Trilogy comes out on everything. Yes, everything, even the Switch. <sighs> Demon Slayer: The Hinokami Chronicles comes out on everything, so all you Demon Slayer normies can play the video game. Uh, NHL 22 comes out on the Playstations and the Xboxes. The Good Life comes to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town comes to the PS4 and Xbox One. And those are your games coming out this week. Anything catch your eye, Wiggles? 
Yeah, I really like the Crisis game, so I like that they're getting remastered. But uh, is it going to still be my PC spec test? Uh, probably. <laughs> Knowing Crisis, probably. Uh, I like that running meme. I've seen so many stories. I've seen so many stories about the Crisis games and like all like the people speculating the specs and talking about it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, back in the day, it was, like, actually the spec test, because if you, like, altered everything for your graphics and stuff, it would just, like, blow up your computer. Oh. My god. Not actually blow up your computer, but it would not run. At all. <laughs> Good to know. Also, Jackbox is always exciting. Jackbox yes, I know I'll be grabbing that, um, if not day of um, the week after, for sure, because I have every other Jackbox party pack. Included in this one, we have Drawful Animate, uh, Job Job, a... Oh, what was it? Oh, there's like three other games. I can't remember what they're all called. But those are the two that I remember off the top of my head. Uh, I, I'm sniffing out another community game night coming up soon. <laughs> Probably. We might do it. There might be a Tony's Game Lounge community night to play Party Pack 8, the Party Pack 8 games. <laughs> Yay. And uh, those are all the games that are coming out this week. And with that, we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes of the podcast, as always. Here's what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And to start us off, Wiggles, hit us with that intro. All right. So today, your resident FPS player and just a variety streamer is going to talk about Battlefield 2042 because I played a whole bunch of it yesterday. And yeah. The first first full day of the beta. Yes, sir. How long How long is the beta running until again? I uh, think to the end of the weekend. Let me look. <laughs> so, when you're listening to this, the beta will be done and over with. So how was day one of the beta? How was it? How how did it go? So I'm not going to be too judgmental because it's a beta, and the point of this is to point out all the flaws before release. Uh, but it was actually really good, uh, even surprisingly for the beta. Um, if you watch my stream, you, you'll notice that I was uh, picking out a, a, a lot of things. But uh, some of the biggest thing, it, it is kind of janky right now, um, especially if you're a gunner in a tank. It, it It's really bad. Oh, like, good, good luck aiming. That is something they need to fix because we, we tested it with a couple of uh, people switching in and out just to make sure it wasn't like a network issue or anything on our side. And no, no, it's gunner seats in, in tanks are bad right now. Okay. Uh, just for twitching all over the place. That that was my biggest complaint. Uh, outside of that, the gunplay is really good. Uh, movement's really good. Game's really fun. Do you have a, a favorite weapon yet? Uh, I'm kind of basic, but I usually play medic. But uh, since there's no class system anymore, which is another kind of big update with Battlefield, they kind of give you packs or character like a character that's good for different things. But uh, I was playing an LM or a medic with an LMG light machine gun most of, most of yesterday, so I could you know go daka 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 while picking people up. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, how many maps are in the beta? So far, it's just the one. I don't think they're going to be adding anything else. Okay. And which map is it? It's it's uh, someplace in the French Guiana. Kourou, I think is Kourou, French Guiana. Um, it, it's a big, open, kind of really open, tight map. Lots of uh, lots of opportunities for air and vehicle vehicle combat with uh, different areas that are good for infantry combat. It's a pretty well balanced map, in my opinion. Uh, the big thing they showed off in the trailers for Battlefield twenty forty two were the storms and the natural disasters. Yeah, I haven't encountered one yet. Okay, and I'm waiting. I've seen a lot of videos and a lot of stuff of people encountering them. Um. But other than that, yeah, I haven't encountered it, so I can't even comment on that. I was oh, really hoping well, one would happen. Sad. Damn, that's what I was kind of hoping for. I wanted you to say, and then the tornado sucked me off like a cow. <laughs> that, 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 that's an image. That is an image. Uh, so, children, cover your ears. Sorry, I should have said that first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, delayed warning. But you can ride the rocket. Oh, wait, ride the... Oh, wait, oh, 
Yeah, so there's a rocket ship. It's like a missile defense silo area. Ooh. Uh, you can use your little grappling hook if you have it equipped, and you can ride the rocket. That's cool. And also, there was a couple of uh, video that I wasn't able to accomplish myself that I've seen that people like just like jumping on the rocket and riding it all the way to the height limit. Damn. Where you just die, of course. But when you get up there, you basically can see the whole map. That's cool. Yeah, so that that's the fun little cheesy thing that you can do with with this map. A little bit of cheese with the the fucking rocket. That's really cool. Um, how are the server connections to the beta? Uh, at first, it was a little rough. Uh, there was a little bit of issues, especially the couple of us that were playing together, uh, getting into the game. Um. I'm not entirely sure why it seemed to be different for everyone. Like one guy was having like an anti-cheat problem. Uh, for some reason, my game just like crashed right on boot up. Oh, <laughs> that's always great. <laughs> yeah. So, but once you get in, uh, connections seem to be fine. My first game was a little rough. Um, if you're running a lower end PC, make sure your specs are turned down. Um, even my computer is about mid grade. Um, and even it was having trouble with the ultra graphics, so I'm like, I turned mine down to mid, so it's a lot smoother. So it's pretty, it, like most new games, it is pretty graphically intensive. That's become the standard of new games, though, so. Yes, so. Um, download size for the beta, though, I like was surprised. I thought it would be bigger than what it was, but it was only, it was less than 20 gigs. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed by that. So I'm thinking just because of the one map, it's yeah, not, it's probably definitely the... just because of the one map. So, uh, how many? If it's less than twenty gigs, how many gigs was it exactly? If you remember, uh, eighteen point seven. Eighteen point seven. Uh, so let's times that by at least probably five or six. Maybe uh, more, but maybe more. Well, yeah. So we're probably looking at a, like an over hundred gig game. Most. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be about the same size as Warzone, uh, especially with the other game modes that are going to be coming out with it. Yeah, definitely. So, you got your standard Battlefield. I'll just jump into game modes now. You got your standard Battlefield game, like your uh, big open warfare, which they're just straight up calling all-out warfare. Uh, then you're going to have Battlefield Hard Zone, which is going to be, from what has been described to me, it's going to be a lot like Escape from Tarkov. Uh, okay. Squad play dropping into an area. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I haven't seen a lot of info on it, but it's going to be like Tarkov slash kind of a Battle Royale-ish thing. Okay. And then Battlefield Portal, which will be the really fun one, which is, you ba it's basically like a custom design battlefield that you can do. So you can replay, reimagine classics like Battlefield 1942 or Bad Company or Battlefield 3 stuff in your kind of like own universe Ooh, map type thing. That's cool. So, that I think will be really dope. Uh, I know the Devil Dogs gaming community that I'm a part of, we're going to be doing our own server so, and stuff, so we're going to be doing a lot of different things with Battlefield Portal for sure. But I think that's the most exciting feature for all of us anyway. Yeah, absolutely. How does uh, gameplay compare to other Battlefields you play? Um, so far, the Gunplay seems a little bit slower, like just moving seems a little bit more heavy, if that's the best way to describe it, compared to like Battlefield 4 or Battlefield 3. I can't really compare to Battlefield 1 and 5 because I didn't really play those because they're, they're bad. They're bad. In my <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I actually really like it. It kind of gives you a more immersive feel to it. That's cool. That's cool. Um. Any highlights uh, from your matches that you played? Well, uh, my first, yeah, my first matches on stream were really bad <laughs> until I stopped streaming. So once I stopped streaming, you know, in classic fashion, you start popping off. In, cl in classic, uh, when the cameras turn on, <laughs> streamer bad. <laughs> but then when you're off, but then when they're off, it's like, oh hey, I can play the game now. <laughs> yeah, when you're off, you come out with a come out of a game with 50 kills. So I jeez, mean, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest highlight is like, I don't know. There was a couple moments. We, me and my the buddy that I was playing with, we spent like a good half hour just shooting down helicopters on a hill because no one could get us. So <laughs> that's no, that's great. It's just like, 
Oh, what is it? It's skeet shooting, but helicopters. Yeah, skeet shooting, but we have a giant AA gun with lock-on missiles. <laughs> yeah, so I can't wait to get more people involved in that game so we can do some squad stuff. Yeah, it, it definitely looks cool. I'm just not good at shooters anymore. See, I think the best thing about Battlefield is you don't actually have to be good to have fun. It is one of those more chill. This this ain't Call of Duty. This ain't Call of Duty. You don't need to be a tryhard to get called all. True. Old. This ain't this ain't uh, this ain't the sweat the sweaty Call Call of Duty that a lot of people no. know. Like yes, there's the sweat area, like the sweat side of Battlefield. But I mean, <laughs> even if you're just a cash casual player, like I the consider myself side. casual. Yo, guys, be careful. We don't want to go down to the sweaty swamplands. Yeah, don't go down to sweaty swamplands. <laughs> no. I think Battlefield's one of the best games for just being a chill shooter. Yeah, I, what I like uh, about the Battlefield games, I know that a couple of the other ones have had like Easter eggs that you can got, kind of discover on each of the maps. Yeah, I, I haven't really seen anything on this map, especially for beta, but I feel like that's something they're going to wait till full release if they're going to add. Uh, yes, de- I feel like I definitely think so. Unless people are already searching now, because who knows? Maybe they do got something. But uh, I really do like uh, checking out like when people like, oh, hey, let's go summon the Megalodon. <laughs> yes. Uh, th- I find those really cool. Because uh, it's just like the developers put the time to just be like, hey, what if we have them do this very specific set of tasks and go to these very specific locations on the map? And then all of a sudden, giant shock. My favorite thing is the random reloads. Random just, reloads? Oh, yeah. So there's like, uh, it's the thing from Battlefield 4. And I think maybe it's probably in 5 and Battlefield 1, too. But someone, uh, like, one of the ones that you'll be, like, handed a mag from a hand that comes off camera and it's not your own type of thing to reload. <laughs> and there's a bunch of, like, different reload animations that are, like, rare that you get to see. That's cool. I, I know that there's, oh, I can't remember what game. I know there are some games that, like, have where it's like just a different reload animation every time where one is like you throw away the gun you keep the cartridge and then you put the cartridge in a different gun yes <laughs> uh those are always fun um how many betas have you participated in in general if you can count total like how many betas have i played in yeah uh oof. i've played a lot of betas that's kind of a big question <laughs> Uh, Battlefield-wise, I've only been in a couple. Like, I was in the Battlefield 4 beta, the Battlefield 3 beta, and the Battlefield 1 beta. I never okay. did play 5. Okay. Because uh, this goes into my next question. of just, what do you think of multiplayer betas in general? Like, just your general thoughts on betas in general. I think in the way the industry game-making industry works, I think, especially for big multiplayer games like this, I think betas are super important just for playtest value. Um, because then you, you, even if you're like working with professional playtesters, you don't get the whole, you know, everyone trying to log on and play a game uh, that's open to the world dynamic for problems. Yeah. So. This, this could help the developers solve a lot of those pre-release issues that some game companies... Fallout 76. <laughs> uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I actually think Fallout 76 had a beta. So <laughs> Did they, though? Yeah, I, pl- I played an early release of Fallout 76. Because I pre-ordered it, and I think there was a closed beta for it. Okay. But, yes. Not going to continue knocking on them, uh, but I think it's really important for big multiplayer games and just how the game industry works today. Yeah, def- very much definitely. Uh, did you encounter any bugs during the beta? Aside from like just the initial issues, but like any bugs or shit that you came across? A couple. Uh, so at the my first game when I first logged in, got everything working. Uh, for some reason my guns wouldn't like none of my weapons would work. I could run around and do things, but I could not shoot. Oh. Or throw grenades or use any of my like other equipment. Oh no! So I was just like running around looking at people. 
Was that the entire first game or just on first Like load? half of the first game. Ooh, that's a no bueno, sir. Yeah, so I, it's like, oh boy, I can't wait to play the beta. I can't shoot. I can't shoot. Kill me. Comes back to life. I still can't shoot. Yeah, so I spent like a good while trying to figure out why can't I shoot my gun? And I was like playing with the keybinds and the controls and... God, that's... Well, that I'm like, I thought I would have had to log off, but eventually it just started working once I, like, went and double-checked some more keybinds, and... That's very sad. Yeah, I, I w- wasn't impressed by that. Uh, there were a couple of other small little things, but they weren't, like, crazy. Crazy bad like that. That's the most notable one. That's, yeah, that's, uh... Whoo! Yeah, other notable one. It's really small, but specific. So you're allowed to change, like, your crosshair colors and, like, your hit marker colors. Okay. And stuff. Uh, For some reason, through the menu, it just really did not like me changing the colors. Like, it just wouldn't switch. (laughs) Oh, Okay, then. It's just like, oh, hey, I want I want purple. You do not get purple! Basically, it's just like, no, you're getting the color we picked. Like, yeah, oh, it's okay, like we picked this color. Fine. We picked the color. You don't need to change it, but I want to change No, you don't need to change it, but I want it. No, you don't yeah. need to change it. Okay. Now go shoot the bad guys. Okay. Yeah. So those are the two really <laughs> only things. In-game-wise, like, once you, once you got those initial things worked out at the beginning it actually played really well well that's really good smooth, so uh how long did you play the beta last night probably played for three or four hours okay not bad not bad obviously i'm assuming you're planning on playing some more of it oh yeah i'll be logging on again tonight <laughs> <laughs> yes uh and uh has this beta sold you to get the full release oh yeah i pre-ordered i pre-ordered oh, you already it. pre-ordered it all yeah. right all right damn Okay, yeah. then. No. Uh, two reasons for that is, one, I don't typically pre-order games, especially after Fallout 76. They've basically sold me on not pre-ordering. But because of the gaming community that I'm a part of, this is going to be a big uh, big game for us. A, so. a big community game. Would you recommend people to play this if they don't have friends? Yeah, yeah. Like any other Battlefield game. I mean, you could just log on and auto-squad up and start playing. Like, uh, for... FPS games, this is like the least try-hardy one that you can just pop in and not have to be good and play. And I also have always enjoyed playing the Battlefield games by myself without uh, squatting up with specific people, so I don't see why anyone else can't. Alrighty. Uh, one last question I got. What would you rate, out of 10, what would you rate the er, the ba- this game pre-release? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid 7 out of 10. Okay, okay. Um, everything smooth, runs smooth, but you got some pretty major, major things to look into before release. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, definitely. Uh, anything else you want to add on the beta? I don't think so. Um, I think it's open to everyone. So I'm like, if you, I know you probably won't get to try it, but I'd say go try it. But it's probably gonna be finished by the time we're done. No, it, this it, podcast it, comes out. <laughs> by the, when this comes out, the beta will have finished. So if you did play through the beta, let us know what you thought of it. Of, uh, of course, you can reach out on Twitter. Uh, to me, uh, let us know what you thought because I would like to hear more about this because I do kind of want to. I, I, as much as I like, I say I want to play the game. The realistic side of me won't be playing this game at all, but it looks very cool. I will give, I will say that like the trailers that they've shown, the gameplay that I've seen, it does look very cool and very fun. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, so uh, it ends on the ninth. So yeah, it'll be. Yes. Uh, okay then. All right, then. Well, that's our talk of Battlefield. It's time for us to move on to our second topic of the day. We are talking about some Rocket League. The 2021-20... Totally not an FPS. (laughs) Yeah, a a complete shift... The 2021-2022 season and, of course, the Championship Series, which is coming back. The first question I, w- I did want to ask about this. What, what, uh, Rocket League has gone through a huge change within the past, like, what, two years? Yeah, basically since basically since when Epic two, took over. 
yeah, what is what are your thoughts on like from from its big change from being a paid game to becoming free to play and uh, getting seasons and all that stuff? Well, I paid for it, so I'm missing all the free loot that I used to get. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I originally paid for it too. No, I did pay. I think it was like a free game for PS Plus or something like that, and that's when I got it originally. Yeah, so I got it long before Epic uh, bought into it. Uh, so I'm like, the only thing, only complaint that I have is I don't really like the the whole loot system because I do like I do like the little like special loot stuff. It's fun, but yeah, the the whole blueprint crafting with needing to like buy points or whatever to craft your blueprints and stuff. I I hate that. It's the same as the CS:GO where you get your like cases and you need to buy the keys to open them. I hate that. That's that sounds kind of scummy. Little bit, but it is free to play, so I mean you can just pop in and play the game, and you have the full experience. So it's not like you're really missing out on anything. True. Yeah, you're. That's very true. Where it really does only affect the cosmetics. Yeah, but I like my cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> I like my cosmetics, but I don't want to spend hundred dollars on it. But I like the cosmetics. Yeah, I'm cheap, but I like free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is very, very much so. Um, and the championship series, that's returning. It's the, the biggest or one of the bigger esports series out there. Um, with this upcoming series, uh, the grand prize, $6 million in prize pool money. Yeah, so that's, I wouldn't say that's a grand prize. It's just the total amount of money yeah, that's just in the, the total prize amount of money that's in the prize pool. Ooh, that's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of dough. Um, yeah, it's actually going to be land based. So I mean, people have to show up in person, unlike yep. the whole COVID time. It's a it's a side it's a side of things returning to normal. Is this actually the first time they've done this with going land for this? Um, I think they've done it before. Don't quote me on that though. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's going to be huge. Oh, I mean, huge. I mean, it's huge just to have things going back to normal now with the world that we've been living in. Yeah. So just to you know, get right into it. Uh, Rocket League World Championship Series qualifiers actually start on the 8th. So I think that's tomorrow. Yes, the open open qualifiers start tomorrow, but the season starts on the 15th. Um, yeah, so that'll be exciting. So it's coming up re- really fast here. I don't know how long it goes. I had my freaking standings thing pulled up, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um... I believe I was, I was looking at the website. I believe like anybody could register. You could register a team. Yeah. So uh, North America for the open qualifiers has 276 teams signed up. Wow. And that's the most teams out of all like the open qual- qualifiers selected. Damn. Right so yeah, that's going to be huge. It's obviously a huge esports scene. You of course have the, some huge esport teams taking part in this as well that are, you know they're gonna go go sweaty on your ass if you the casual um, I I I just hate to be like that one group of casuals like let's just do it for fun yeah and then they go up against the sweatiest esport team there is yeah, and they just, just absolutely stomped yeah and then it's just afterwards let's not play this game again guys yeah <laughs> I I would hate to be those guys who just get absolutely spiked by the fucking pros in this. Yeah, see, I would be those guys, but I didn't <laughs> sign up for open qualifiers this year because I'm bad and didn't have a team. <laughs> oh, but you signed up beforehand on other no. ones? No. No, oh. I, I just do the small time like tournament things that they have okay. now and l- lose <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's I will say with the Rocket League <clears throat> from the, the jump to casual to professional, there's a huge difference in skill. Well, even just in the ranking system, and it's something that I complain about the ranking system a lot, is that I'm like, there's a big jump. If you're like in gold tier and you're trying to work your way up to platinum, the the skill level change is huge. Most definitely. It's definitely one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, drive and hit the ball, woo! And then it's like you get to the high race, it's like, that dude's flying. Yep. Yeah, then you get to like the the grand champ side of things, and it's like, oh. They're playing the ball off the roof. Yeah, it's like they're not touching the ground ever. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> why are they? Why are they driving? It's all flying. I don't like this. So I don't remember this being flight simulator. 
<laughs> Yo, but honestly, though, I think what would be funny is if Rocket League make a sequel, call it Rocket League 2, and it's all planes. Or it's all <laughs> in the air. It's it's just all in the air. And that is like, they somehow the pro players are like, nah, man, air game is no more. We're playing on the ground. <laughs> the ground game becomes real. And it's real. just like, if I were the developers at the point, I'd be like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> I actually saw somewhere that someone was complaining, an article of someone complaining that Rocket League wasn't coming out with a new game. Like, a, well, I mean, honestly, like they're what, how, they're like how many years into this game now? Like what? Like it came out 2015. We are six years into this game. Yeah. So I'm. Well, I mean, Bethesda keeps re-releasing Skyrim, and it's old. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's old until the new one, the new Skyrim comes out, of course. <laughs> God, fucking. Skyrim. I, I I played Skyrim on my uh, my smart sink and my smart fridge and on my Amazon Echo. <laughs> no, <Nui. laughs> I can't wait to play Skyrim on my phone eventually. <laughs> yeah, God, imagine imagine the day the day the Skyrim and Fallout Four come to mobile. It, it'll happen. Oh, it definitely will. Oh, it'll I am happen. I'm waiting for it. And what it does, I will laugh. But anyway, back on topic to Rocket League. Back on topic to Rocket League. So, yeah. E- the games are going to be played on weekends. So, like, the first fall split for all of the regions starts October 15th through 17th. And then basically every corresponding weekend after that until, like, Christmas break. And then they start the winter split. Nice. And... Yeah, World Championship Games, July 26th to 31st, uh, 2022. Or, yeah, it'd be 2022. Yeah, 2022. It's, it, it is 2021 right now, so it would be 2022. Yeah, yeah. Unless just, we learn how to travel backwards in time, but then again, I don't think it would work. 2021 Part 2. Hey, hey, let's not go there. Because <laughs> people said that this is 2020 Part 2. Let's not go there. Let's just <laughs> 2020 not... Part 3. 2020 Part 3. That's what it is. <laughs> God. <laughs> We've never... We haven't left. It's just been uh, 40... No. 12, 24. 36 months of 2020. Thoughts on just regular seasons for Fortnite? Or Fortnite. Uh, just gross. Fortnite. Oh my god, did I really just oh! uh for Rocket League, uh regular season. Uh I don't have any thoughts. I gotta pick a team to cheat root for, and hopefully they don't get knocked out in like the first two rounds. Yeah. Um so I actually don't even know who's playing for esports team. I think everything's been pretty quiet about that other than Yeah. Maybe have you watched specific- uh previous world championships? Yep. Who do you usually root for if I may ask. I usually pick someone different every time because oh really? Teams, like the players are always different. It seems like S- switched out. Uh, and I can't even remember who I was rooting for last year during the World Championship Series. Okay then. Well then, uh, I- I- I'm gonna if here's the th- if Danny DeVito's on a team, I'm rooting for Danny DeVito. Yes, Danny DeVito, Pro Rocket League player. Yo, I want a decal that's a Danny DeVito head on my car. Can they do that? Probably. Okay, I want. I want. Not that. gonna lie. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Epic Games and pay them a bunch of money that I don't have, and say, "Hey, I want Day to veto in your game." And then they're like, "Okay," and because I didn't specify anything, they put Day to veto in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm a sad boy because they ruined Day to veto. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Oh God. Um. Speaking of the vehicles, they've been doing a lot of uh, collaborations, releasing new vehicle cars and all that stuff. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of the recent ones that they've put out? Honestly, haven't used any of them because uh, I I'm pretty used to just using like two different vehicles. Uh, one is just a big pickup truck, and the other one is like a Think Mad Max kind of kind of deal. It's just this like boxy off road car. That's probably really terrible for play. I'd probably do better with a car with a better hitbox than what I use, but... (laughs) 
Yeah, but hey, everybody likes playing differently. And honestly, thinking about it, the car styles, there is kind of a meta for that, I guess. Yeah, no, they are releasing one that actually looks really cool, but I can't find the name of it or the picture that I was looking at yesterday. But it, it kind of looks like a station wagon. Oh, nice. Uh, I like the DeLorean. I've yes, used that the one DeLorean. I also like the Batmobile. <laughs> it's always fun to see on, in, in games. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, it's Batman. Batman, shoot the ball this way. And he just and he does that. It's like, thanks, Batman. The car that I uh, think is ridiculous is the one that looks like a ball, and I forget the name of it. Oh, but, uh, I think I know which one you're talking anybody about. Anybody you who uses that one, and if you play Rocket League, you know which one I'm talking about, is a psychopath. Anybody who uses that is a psychopath. Okay, then. <laughs> a Jeez. hot take. Like, a hot how, opinion. How, how? Why? Why do you use that? Because they want to be one with the ball. I'm just mad that people that are also good with it. <laughs> a little salty there a little bit last question that I do have here uh, anything you'd like to see the game add come future seasons and stuff like that I wouldn't mind a world championship series of rumble just to see how pissed off people would get by the stupid goals that you can get playing yeah rumble. definitely I would like to see that too I would That'd like to see hilarious. like the other game modes get like a world series that would be cool I, I, I'd join the rumble series absolutely that yeah, it gives the, the ca- uh, it gives the casuals a better chance. <laughs> the randomness and chaos of Rumble gives everyone a chance. <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, okay, team, time to turn off your brain. But I don't know how to do that. So you just turn it off and just go with the flow. But I want to fly. You're not flying here, boy. <laughs> if they fucking grapple that ball, you're not flying. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that and I actually like the hockey game, like the hockey version. That's because that's we're, like, that, we're Canadian, though. <laughs> yeah, my Canadian blood just makes me really good. Like, I placed Diamond 1 in Damn. that season. So I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm not trash. Holy shit, we're not trash at something. Let's go. Fucking Canada stereotypes, let's go. I will embrace those Canadian stereotypes wholeheartedly. I mean, yeah, I will too. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to add on the Rocket League, the championship, just the game in general, anything? Uh, no, I'll just mention the two new things that they've added. They've added a couple of uh, new, like, regions for teams to qualify. Uh, so the Asian Pacific side is now split into two, the North and the South. Uh, Middle East, North Africa now has their own region. And then Sub-Saharan Africa, it's not its own region, but there's going to be two open spots for qualifying teams to play in the wild card section so wow so well well it's good that they're kind of expanding and adding more regions to the uh to the yeah. championship race worldwide car soccer yeah or if you're european car football yep so you know i'll probably end up watching most of the season making myself feel real bad that these guys could do all this cool stuff <laughs> yeah i watch <laughs> i watch this to feel bad about myself because i can't do that <laughs> So Which like is most... bad for my mental health, but I still like watching it. I feel like that's most sports. We watch because we can't actually play. I, all this time, I was just a washed-up jock in his 40s, uh, <laughs> reminiscing about his high school days. <laughs> that we didn't have? That we didn't, didn't have. Really <laughs> like, I didn't play sports in high school. <laughs> yeah, God, no. Me, Imagine a, me playing sports? Never. Tony, best sport player. No, God, no, no, no. Let's move on to the bonus level. Wacky lists, weekly reports, and a look back at video game history. Here's this week's bonus level. And starting off, uh, we got the community corner, uh, but guess what? Your boy fucked up again and forgot to do things at the beginning of the week like I always do. So we don't got any questions this week. But it's okay, because, hey, if you want to ask us questions for this podcast, the next time I remember, I'll tweet out something and say, hey, ask me the questions here on my Twitter, or, of course, you can join the official Tony's Game Lounge Discord by coming to the coming by our streams. Uh, you can join the Discord there and uh, ask us questions there. Yeah. Um, so instead, though, we're going to start off with Top 5, and continuing our talk with Rocket League, Top 5 Cars... That should be in Rocket League. 
Okay, number one, number one. We gotta have the bandit car. The what the nineteen seventy six what Pontiac Firefly? I don't know, seventy eight. Okay. That Pontiac uh, Firebird, yeah. It's like Smokey and the Bandit, the Bandit car. I gotta look this up because I feel like I should know this. I forget what year it is. 76, 78. The Firebird Trans Am. Oh, this one! Yeah, 77. Oh, in between. The Pontiac Trans Am. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice car. I don't know much about cars. Uh, yeah. That's one thing. I do have a friend who's like huge into cars because he, he works as like a, like, he's a journeyman in He's a like, journeyman auto. mechanic or something. Yeah. Cool. So he works in uh, that, so he knows a lot more than I do. I was going to say the DeLorean, but it's already in there. Yeah, the DeLorean <laughs> is already in there, so. So Marty's truck. Let's put Marty's truck in there. Okay, the the OG truck. That, hey, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, his new, oh, his newer truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one at the end of the end of the, the movie. At, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my truck. Hey, Lori, I just got it uh, clean for you. Don't hurt me, ah, Biff. <laughs> oh, poor Biff. They really poor, did him dirty. They they did, but you know they had to do him dirty. Yeah, he's the baddie. He is the bad guy. They gotta do him dirty. That's how the fucking eighties were with their movies. <laughs> Uh, number three, let's put the Halo Warthog in there. Ooh, that would be cool, actually. I, I would dig yeah, right? that. That yeah. would be cool. That'd be dope. I mean, they already put the Chief in Fortnite, so why not put the Warthog in Rocket League? Yeah. Put the Warthog in Rocket League. The Covenant, the, the the war is over. The Covenant and the humans can now play sports. On that side of it, uh, uh, to counter the Warthog, uh, the Ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throw the ghost in there. Yeah. It'd be dope. It would be dope. I would dig yeah. that. You know what? Let's just say Lightning McQueen. <laughs> you know what? I just for the meme. <laughs> I, you know what? If they could get Sora and Smash, they could get Lightning McQueen in Fortnite. Let's start this petition. We, we've broken Disney once to get Sora. It's time for us to... Gamers, it's time for us to rise up and get Lightning McQueen in Rocket League. It is time. Fortnite first. That's funny. I did say Fortnite first, but that would be funnier too. That would be hilarious. It's just Lightning like McQueen and Fortnite. Right, Lightning McQueen and Fortnite. Um, could you imagine you're just on the battlefield, you're running, collecting materials, but all of a sudden you see just vroom, I am speed, speed. Running, driving by you with a gun on his fucking hood of the car. That would be hilarious, but no. Let's get let's uh let's start the petition. Let's get Rocket Lightning McQueen in Rocket League. Yeah, let's do it. Let's break Disney even more. But yeah, I think that, that that's good for my top five. Okay. Like um. So for me, uh, my uh at number five, uh, obviously the Danny DeVito mobile. I don't care what it looks like. I I just want there to be a, a lot of Danny DeVito on this car. I don't care how how if they like put his head on it, if they. I just want a Danny DeVito car. That's my number five. At number four, I would like to see. It would be cool um, to ch see like um, oh, what's it called the the Pokemon Snap vehicle. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, vaguely, I'm gonna look it up. The Neo One, I think, is what it's called. Uh, that would be funny to see in Rocket League, because it's also very ball-like. Oh, yeah, this, okay. Yeah, that would be hilarious to see. And, yeah, and imagine, a bat, and they could do a little detail where it's just like there's a Pikachu driving it, too. Yeah. Which would be fucking funny. And then I'll be raging when it's better than my vehicle. Exactly! Hitbox-wise. Hit exactly. Uh, at number three, are the t is there a Tesla in Rocket League? I don't think so. I don't think so. Put a Tesla a, in there. Let's throw a Tesla in Rocket League. Give me, a te give me the Tesla truck, specifically. The Cybertruck? The Cybertruck. Give me the Cybertruck. Yeah, stop getting sponsored by Ford and get sponsored by Tesla. Put <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess they are sponsored <laughs> by Ford. Uh, they were. I don't know if they are for the season, but they were last uh, year. At number two, I want Mario Kart. I want Mario in his kart racer driving on the ceiling, <laughs> kicking this ball. And when he scores, you just hear "Yahoo!" It's just or, a you blue know, shell that you, makes you, the explosion. Exactly, you hear that, or you just hear, "Hey guys, I'm Chris Pratt as Mario." 
<laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, and lastly, uh, my number one, literally just a tire. Just a tire. Just a tire. <laughs> that's it. That's that's that. And you can do it in two ways. You can have it be like one giant tire that's rolling, or it's a tire sideways on four tires, and that's the vehicle. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing like just a tractor tire rolling around. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. It'd be great. I would play the heck out of that. For the, uh, me- it's just it's like you. So that, it's like, and specifically, you play like the aggressor who targets the other player. So it's just like a giant tire chasing you the entire time. That would be funny. Be like that, like crappy horror movie rubber. <laughs> 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 exactly <laughs> exactly uh, with that that's our top 5 moving on to this week in gaming history here's what happened in the past on the 11th on Monday uh, 2004 Midway released the Midway Arcade Treasure 2 video game collection for the Xbox Playstation 2 and GameCube in North America the games included were Mortal Kombat 2 Mortal Kombat 3 NARC, Rampage World Tour, Total Carnage, Gauntlet 2, APB, Arch Rivals, Championship Sprint, Cyberball 2072, Hard Driving, Cosmic Croper, nope, Cruiser, that's what it says, Primal Rage, Spy Hunter 2, Timber Wacko, Wizard of War, Xenophobe, Zybots, and Pit Fighter. All those in 2004 on the 12th. Nintendo released the Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door for the GameCube in North America. One of the most expensive GameCube games now uh, that's, like, findable. On the 13th, 2004, Halo 2 was illegally released to the internet prior to its official release in its PAL format with French text. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) I don't remember that, but then again, I was too little. I was small, but I knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> On the 14th, 2008, Saints Row 2 was released by THQ for the PlayStation 3 and 360 in North America. Uh, one of the only Saints Row games I really haven't played. I'm excited for the new one that comes out next year, though. I'm excited to play the new one. I haven't really played any of the Saints Row games. They're I've fun games. On it, but... They're very fun. They're GTA clones, essentially, but they're very fun because they kind of stand out in their own way with just how comedic they are. I feel like they were GTA parodies just based on some of the videos that I've seen. Yeah, the first two were definitely hard GTA clones, where the third and fourth then started to kind of do their own thing, especially the fourth. On the 15th, 2000, Nintendo released Pokemon Gold and Silver for the Game Boy Color in North America. On the 16th, in 2014, Ireland issues four postage stamps depicting Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Sanic the Hedgehog, and Mario. Okay, that's kind of dope. That is kind of dope, and I'm sure that stamp heads out there sought after those stamps. Yeah, I don't. There is a proper term for stamp collecting, but I don't remember what it's called. Actually, you know what? I want to look that up because I want to sound smart. I thought it was just stamp collector. <laughs> it's not. There is like uh, the study of stamps and postal materials is called. Oh God, how do you pronounce this? Philately. P H. I-L-A-T-E-L-Y. And collectors can be called philatelists. Huh. There you go. Fun fact, fun word of the day. Philately, or phila- philatelist. And lastly, on the 17th, in 2006, THQ released Destroy All Humans 2 for the three for the Xbox, PS2, in the US. And uh, they just announced that Destroy All Humans 2 is getting a remaster, just like the first one did. And that's going to be coming out next year, I believe, or later this year. It's coming out, it's coming out, uh, they announced it, it's going to come out. So, hey, look forward to that if you played the original. Destroy All Humans was such a fun game. I have yet to play them. It's so stupid. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they look so stupid, too. Uh, The achievement of the week is in Far Cry 6. It's called Fry Cry, which is to purchase 15 meals. And the game of the week... I'm giving it to Jackbox Party Pack 8. Yeah, that's fair. It's very fair. And thank you, Wiggles, for coming off the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Tony. It's always, always a pleasure. A, it is always a pleasure. And where can we find you on the internet? Well, 
you can find me in a lot of places like twitch.tv slash Sir Wiggles the Great or Twitter at Wiggles is Great. Uh, I also have my own Discord community uh, that you can find both on, uh, should be able to find it on Twitter and definitely on my Twitch account as well. And I'm, oh, yeah, TikTok. TikTok's the one I always forget to plug. I am on TikTok at Sir Wiggles the Great. Yes. Do you know what stream number you were? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't even look. <laughs> Probably like way on the bottom. Yeah, I don't think we made the list, man. I do streaming for fun, not for the money. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, you can find me over at Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram and Twitch and at Radio Tony on Twitter. And I'm also on TikTok where we post highlights of these podcast episodes. And that's also at Tony's Game Lounge. Thank you once again, Wiggles. Always a blast to have you on, uh, which basically is seasonally, seasonally at this point. Always coming at you with the random gaming news that really only I care about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that's the, that's the joy about this podcast is we cover so many different things because of who we get on the podcast. Uh, we cover the weird, the wild, the wacky, and everything else. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We will be back next week with a brand new episode right here back in the game lounge bye bye thank you for listening to tony's game lounge new episodes release every monday be sure to like and share the podcast and follow tony on twitter instagram and twitch for more updates